it is not by might nor by power it is by your spirit saith the Lord every great mountain that is not of you it shall become a plain in the name of Jesus the mountain of your house shall be exalted and upon this mountain we will shout aloud that you are good that your mercies endure forever that Jesus is Lord over all the nations that Jesus is Lord over all the nations that Jesus is Lord Jesus is Lord Jesus is Lord Jesus is Lord Hallelujah Hallelujah we shout a shout of victory that the Lord is good forever Father Lord we thank you thank you for such hope that you have brought us into who is man that you are mindful of him who am I and who are we that you have called us to be part of your family called us as your own called us by name we are grateful because you know us we cannot fail because you called us you have destined us to be glorified so we give you all the glory let your name be lifted up let your name be lifted up. Let your name be lifted up. In Jesus' mighty name. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I am a city taker. I'm not sure about you, but let them convince you. Say, I'm a city taker. My city that the Lord has given unto me. My portion, my inheritance is secure in him. I will shout from the mountain top. I will shout from the mountain top. I will shout from my place of advantage that the Lord is good and his mercies endure it forever. Now shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want to tell you a secret. I live in prophecy. I worship from prophecy. When the song comes, I determine the song by prophecy. And Lord, I thank you because you are not a man that you should lie. Everything you have said unto us, you will bring to pass. And not one of your words shall fall to the ground. In Jesus' mighty name. You are already sitting. Look for two people and welcome them. Today is Friday night. Don't sit. Don't sit. You know your duty. This is one family. This is the King's Family Center. We are one family. Hallelujah. You know some of you like that quick hello and I, I'm tired. I want to sit down. It's been a long week. No, no, no. Get up. Say hello. Make sure that at least everybody around you, you've welcomed, you've greeted, you've made them feel comfortable. Praise the Lord. No, I'll put it here. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. We are heirs of the Father. We are joined, yes, with the Son. We are children of the kingdom. We are family. We are one. Think about the song. We are heirs 
have an inheritance of the Father. I'm his son. We are joined. Jesus is my brother. With the son, we are. So I'm not detached. I have a place. We are family. I am connected. We are one. Welcome to the King's Family Center. The blood of Jesus connects us. And by the grace of God, we will not be separated in him in Jesus' name. Tonight, I want to... How many of you got the text for the week? You didn't? How many of you read the scripture? Okay, the Lord is with you. <laughs> you have become Pentecostal Catholics. Once the Father has declared the word, you don't have to study, you go back. Uh, and uh, God help us that we are not forgetful hearers. Joshua chapter 7. I'll read a few verses and then I will go into the word of God for us tonight. Verse 1, Joshua chapter 7 verse 1. I read from the New King James Version. The Bible says, But the children of Israel committed a trespass regarding the accursed thing. Uh, I took time to note that word or that phrase, accursed things. And in this chapter, he noted it close to seven times. He says, For Achan, the son of Kami, the son of, the son of Zabdi, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah. It actually took time to talk about his lineage. Took the accursed thing. So the anger of the Lord burned against the children of Israel. Now Joshua sent men to Jericho, from Jericho to Ai, which is beside Beth Aven, on the east side of Bethel, and spoke to them, saying, Go up and spy out the country. So the men went up and spied out Ai. And they returned to Joshua and said to him, do not tell all the people to go up, but let about two to three thousand men go up and attack I. Do not weary all the people, for the people of I are what? Few. So about three thousand men went up there from the people, but they fled before the men of I. May you not flee before your enemies. Verse 5 says, and the men of I struck down about thirty-six men. For they chased them from before the gate of as far as Shebarim. They chased them. The gate that they were meant to possess, they were chased from it. And they struck down, struck them on the descent. Therefore, the heart of the people melted and became like water. For the heart of the people melted and became like water. I want to talk on the subject matter pitfalls of city takers Holy Spirit I thank you for utterance above all I thank you for the word that you are going to create in the heart of your people let what we are going to share in this small village hall tonight let it reverberate through these people's posterity that it will be values that they will teach their children and their children's children, that you may cause them to continue to excel, and that nothing will derail them in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. We need to know that from the Garden of Eden, like I shared, it has been God's intention to carve out a place for his own. 
The Bible says the heavens and the heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth he has given to the sons of men. God had intended that the earth was the extension of his rulership. And when Jesus taught his disciples to pray in Luke chapter 11, they said, teach us to pray. He said, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is what? In heaven. God says the extension of heaven should be earth. And I have given it to you to dominate. So when we talk about us taking cities, it is not your idea. It is God saying, I am taking back what belongs to me. If you come into my house and you illegally take my fridge, I will be foolish to let you walk away. If I am sensible, I should go after you and reclaim what is mine. Because once you allow one person to take it, then all of a sudden you lose all that is yours. And so the issue of being city takers is not you going to take what does not belong to you. It is yours already. In fact, it belongs to God. But God is distributing it as he deems fit. So this takes us to the story of Jericho. For that's, that's where, although we're talking about a city called I, but unless you know what occurred, you won't understand. So Jericho is the, is the main issue. Jericho means the city of moon worshippers. Jericho means the city of moon worshippers. Psalm 24 verse, verse 1 says, The earth is the lost, the fullness thereof, the world and all they that dwell therein. When you look at Jericho, what we see are men, women, children, livestock, property. But the Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. That means if this Jericho belongs to God, it should have been called the city of Yahweh. Please, bear with me. Because if you don't understand this, you would understand why some Christians themselves have problems. I was sitting down with an old lady a few weeks, a, a few months ago. And she said, Pastor, I, I don't understand. Is God wicked? So I looked at her and I said, in my head I was thinking, you're about to go and see your maker. You should know God very well now. Those are not the kind of statements you make. She said, no, because when I read the Old Testament, I, am, I think, how can God send people to a city and tell him to kill everybody? I said, well, if you use common sense to understand God, and that's why when we begin to talk about pitfalls of city takers, you must have your eyes of understanding open. If you don't have your eyes of understanding open, you will go through life and you would offend God. Praise the Lord. And so, Jericho was already dedicated as an altar to demons. Jericho was already dedicated to another God apart from God. So God said to them, not only is this city an abomination, but those who guard it, no human being could have handled it. For the Bible says, for Jericho was straightly shut up. That means no human being could have gone through Jericho. In Joshua chapter 5, the man commissioned with taking Jericho. He separated himself from his people. You know sometimes leaders, we can hail everybody. Can we please, it's distracting. 
We can make everybody seem like, oh no, everything is easy. But in the quiet period, we sit down and we, we, we have to speak to God and say, how can this thing be? In Joshua chapter 5, the Bible says Joshua separated himself at night and began to walk around Jericho. And he saw a man and he drew his sword. Are you for us? Or are you against us? The man said, take off your shoes. For as the captain of the host of heaven have I come. Which means Jericho was so strategic that Jesus had to come. Please, you must understand. You cannot take cities if you are a mere mortal. If you, can, if you judge cities by the psyche of human beings. There are certain things that God wants to give you that you cannot take it by yourself. It is impossible. But it's so pivotal in God's plan that heaven itself must come and help you. He said, are you for us? He said, neither. That means this agenda is not yours, Joshua. I am not for you, neither am I against you. But as the one who commissioned this strategy, take off your shoes. And then he gave him a strategy. He said, walk around for heaven was going to fight that battle. Because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. There were demons. that had, The city was called the city of moon worshippers. There were demons that had taken that city. How can a city just fall flat? Boom. But if you, look, if you notice the story of Dathan, Abiram, and Korah, you know that God has a way of opening the ground and making things disappear. So when you look at Jericho, Jericho was taken by God. And God said, because, number one, it is the first city. And secondly, I took it, not by might. He said, everything in it must be dedicated to me. That means every human being livestock, apart from Rahab, destroyed. And all of the articles brought into my treasury. I. A second city. God said, I don't need anything from this city. Everything is yours. In the plan of God, there are things that are God's and there are things that are yours. If you touch what is God's, So let's go back to that scripture. I think we may read it with a bit of understanding. Joshua 7 verse 1. But the children of Israel committed a trespass against their cursed things. For Achan the son of Kami, the son of Zabdi, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, took their cursed things. So the anger of the Lord burned against the children of Israel. Go all the way down because of time. To verse 12. Read what he says. If it, if it comes on the screen quickly enough. Verse 12. Therefore, could not but th turn their backs before they are, because they have what? Become doomed. Destruction. That means God says, now I have marked you. 
I marked Jericho for destruction. But because you touched my accursed things, you have taken the same mark upon yourself. There are things that when they mark for destruction, when they mark that only God, this can be God's touch. Only God can touch this one. When you as a human being touch it, the same mark comes upon you. He says, you are doomed to destruction. Neither will I be with you anymore unless you destroy that thing, unless you remove that mark. I'm laying a foundation. This message is simple. I'm not the type that will share this on a Sunday. This is Bible study. I don't like arguing the word of God. You either understand it or you don't. I hear prophets, pastors, bishops around the world talk rubbish. And I look at them. What is this accursed thing? Because it's simple. What is this accursed thing? Seven times. He said, because you touch the accursed thing, I have marked you for destruction. Because there are certain things that belong to God. There are certain things that only the glory of God can handle it. Where I come from, what father chop? Son know the chop. You will understand it later. There are some things that are meant for grown, grown people's mouth that children should not eat. You know that. God says, this is mine. You touch it, doom. Very simple. Go down further. What is this accursed thing? He said, destroy it because of time. Verse 21. Verse 20. 20. And Achan answered Joshua and said, Indeed, I have sinned against the Lord, God of Israel, and this is what I have done. Now read this with me. What does he say? What did I do? Took them. There are certain things that God will give you the capacity to possess. But he says it is mine. Humanity from time immemorial have not understood how to relate with God. We have this sense and it's called a satanic Luciferian sense. That I am like God. That's what he did. I will stand in the side of the north and receive the glory of God upon the mount of God. There are certain things that are God's. Are you listening to me? And we as human beings, now, the accursed thing, it was not one angel. They were material things that were dedicated to God. And God said, nobody should touch this. Because Jericho represented the first city. Are you listening to me? It represented the what? The first city. Please control. It represented what? The first city. And you and I must understand that is not man's idea. He said afterwards, he said, when you take over I, everything in it is yours. God is not a wicked God. But what is God's is God's. And what is yours is yours. Malachi chapter 3. We know this. Very popular scripture. Let's start from verse 8. 
Please put it on the screen. Verse 8, I said. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. Let's move on. I know because <laughs> it was Sunday, your eyes will be rolling. That's not where I'm going. He says you are cursed with a curse. It's not that God wants to curse you. Let's go back to George. I said the same mark is upon you. Not that God stood up and says, now you are cursed. No, when you touch what is God's, the mark of destruction comes. Oh, please. He says, even this whole nation. Why? Because the whole nation was involved. Now let's go further. Listen, go, go to the next verse. He says, bring all the tithe into my storehouse that there may be food. You can read that. Go to the next verse because we know this. He says, and I will rebuke the devourer. The whole point is when you do not touch what is of God, the destructive angel can never touch you. He said, once you touch, he says, I can no longer protect you. We now live in a Pentecostal theoretical theological everybody now because they have Google. The pastor. And we now talk about what God from day one. Okay. Uh, pastor, that's Old Testament. Acts chapter 5. Let's go to the early church. Verse 1. But a certain man named Ananas, we know the story, with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession. Sold a possession. But I thought it was theirs. I thought it was theirs. You will see from as we progress why it was not theirs. Verse 2. And he kept back part of the proceeds. Hold on. I thought it was his. He had the right to keep back part of the proceeds if it was his business. God told them, Jericho, not even one thing should you touch. I, everything belongs to you. Jericho, everything belongs to me. Whatever, you, whatever is living, don't take. Burn as a burnt offering to me. Livestock, anything, burn. But those things of silver, gold, bring into my treasury. I thought it was Ananias' own to touch. It was his own land he sold. But the Bible says he's kept back. His wife also being aware of it and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. Here is the issue. They dedicated it to the Lord but deceived. They are selling things that God will say, this is mine. And so the Bible has made it clear that a portion of your increase is God's. This is not Anania, this is not Achan's family. This is New Testament. I'm not going to go through it. You all know it. Husband and wife, destruction. We now are in a season where we are turning to take over but you need to understand the pitfalls of city takers. If God is going to send you to take cities and you don't settle this in your heart, ah, God forbid that the city you take will kill you. 
City takers, that means I'm about to start a business. God is going to make me take over Essex. My business is going to be spread all over. If you don't know. But pastor, you are still talking early New Testament. While Jesus was alive, he shared from his own mouth. In Luke chapter 12, he said that there was the, 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 the field of a certain rich man began to prosper. And the man said within himself, I thought it was his own business. Said within himself, I will pull down my barn, build a bigger one, and say to my soul, take it easy. And God said, fool, tonight, you are now marked for destruction. <laughs> I hope you understand. Marked for destruction. He said, whose would it be that you have stored up? He said, such is everyone who is not Reach towards God. Who does not consecrate to God what belongs to him? Why is God interested in these things? Because we must understand. When he said, bring all into my house, he said that they might be food in my house. God is interested in it because there are people commissioned to give God glory by eating from his altar, not your own altar. Because if they come into your own house to eat, they will give you glory. But if they come and they feed from God, all glory goes to him. So we want to struggle. Why does God have a treasury? He said, everything taken from Jericho goes into my treasury. Why? Because he said, that is where the widows and the orphans and the Levites feed from. He said, the Levites have no portion or inheritance amongst the children of Israel, but of those things, they feed from. You are not God. Uh, no, no, but God is my money. Let me give it to who I want. I heard so many problems. I will give. Why do you want to give? Do you want to take God's glory? City takers must always understand that it is not by might. You can never take anything. Unless the Lord gives it to you. And guess what? There are many cities that you will crack your head. It will never come to pass. Unless the Lord shows you the strategy. But whenever you take it, touch not a thing. If the Lord does not give you permission. That means even when you make a profit from your business, you say, Lord, which one is mine? Which one is yours? Ato Ananas and Sapphira's had the right to do. You know what Peter said? Go for that, please. Let me, let's go through this. I just want you to understand this. The next verse, please. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart with lie? To lie to the Holy Spirit. To lie to who? The Holy Spirit. Which means the Holy Spirit was the one that should have directed. And they know the Holy Spirit said everything. If not, why would he kill them? When you make your own profit, you have to ask God, how much is mine? How much is yours? Those are city takers. If you take it, God forbid you swallow destruction. So the rich man said, I will increase my ban. And God said, you are dying tonight. Because you have determined what is yours. Without asking the maker. So God says, you are not rich towards God. Is this making sense? But somebody says, but pastor... That city takers, what about me? Uh, have you read the story of the talent? 
as Luke chapter 19 says it. He said, because the man was faithful, he gave unto him ten cities. If you cannot be faithful with salary, he can never give you ten cities anyway. I'm done because you're not, you're looking at me funny. If you cannot be faithful, it is from when you are like this that we will know whether God can trust you when you are like this. So many of us will say, but God, you don't understand my stress and my pain. What I am going through, why I can't. I am sharing this because I know that many people come and worship God, but do not understand this principle of the accursed thing. And it's a pitfall of city takers. The Bible says, they said, this eye is too small. We don't need a lot of effort. God forbid that the small project that should not even crack your brain will defeat you. You know, when Jericho, the big one that they were all afraid of, God did it just like that. The small eye that they said, ah, ah, just 3,000 people. Let me tell you why they, were, they became afraid. Because the next time they were going to attack it, after God gave them permission, 30,000, 10 times went. So, they did not underestimate. 3,000 was what was needed. But God forbid that you now have to put more resources because you have offended God. I'm at, is this making sense? There are certain projects that just small effort, God will give you victory. But when you are touched that costing, when you have to go back, you will spend your whole life. Your heart must be ready. Then God began to talk to us about cities and what I said, listen, everything that we have, we will put towards it. God knows those who are ready. When, if you look at 1 Chronicles chapter 29, and you look at the story of David before he died, he said, everything that I have. Solomon was the richest man who, who ever lived, but his father never left him an inheritance. Go and read it. I thought King David gave Solomon, all he gave him was the throne. He said, everything I have, I put up for the building of the temple of the Lord. So Solomon made his own wealth. Why? Because as far as David was concerned, my own, in, my own wealth is to bring glory to God's name. But some of us have plans for our children. Even the children themselves are not ready to work. They are, they are buying trainers of 400 pounds from your salary. And you cannot even bring what is God's own to his house because of their trainers. Am I talking to somebody? Your wife needs jewelry. You need a new car. You need all these things. And yet you don't realize that God is the kind that says, hey, when trouble comes, storm, it will take you over. I'm done. Achan said, I saw a Babylonian garment which belonged to God. I saw silver which belonged to God. I saw gold which belonged to God and I converted it. I took it. And God says, because of this, your enemies, you will never be able to stand before them. It's not worth it. The earth is the Lord's. 
the fullness thereof, the world and all they that dwell therein. God decides to give based on trust. Can I tell you a secret? If you don't know it today, if you don't even hear anything, hear this. Wealth not, does not come from struggle. Let me be honest with you. If not a laborer from my village will be wealthier than I. They are, in fact, if you know the amount of calories they burn under the hot sun, I have no right saying that I have more than them. Wealth is given by God. And wealth is a spiritual thing. To the devil, he gives his own. So the battle for wealth has got nothing to do with you. It's to do with God taking back what is his. All he's saying, who can I trust? That when I take it and I give it to them, they will use it as I have instructed. For Satan's own children do it perfectly. They use it to pillage. They use it to rape. They use it to bring injustice. They, they are using their demonic money well. But when God now gives it to you, are you doing it for his glory? And that's all that matters. May the Lord help us. You and I must make up our minds that if we are to be city takers, the accursed thing, which is God's. Somebody will ask, is it tithe? <laughs> tithe is level one. God owns everything. Level one is prescribed. Tithe, I've done it. He says, how can you lie to the Holy Spirit? Which means, in the new covenant, the Holy Spirit is one that will tell you what it is. I stood before a man of God. He's probably dead now, an Australian man. Multi-millionaire. He said from day one, the Holy Spirit had told him that 90% of what I give you must be given away. So he said, from when I did not have a lot, I was giving 90%. He said, when, on the time I was having the meeting with us, he said, I give 90%. And the 10% that is left over, I can't even give it to my children. It's too much. He said, because that is what the Holy Spirit instructed me with little. And he kept entrusting me. So that now, he said, the 10% of income that comes, I cannot give it. It will make them mad. The 90% feeds nations. That is wealth. When the Lord entrusts you, he raises you. So what is the tithe? We give tithe. You are still at that level. May the Lord bless you. Thank you, Pastor Lamb. May God bless you. We are a